Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week eight in the NFL. It's our mailbag show. We got a bunch of questions from the listeners again today, most of them coming from Instagram. So if you want to get in on the mailbag episode, go to Instagram.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. Every, every Tuesday, we'll make a post there. YouTube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. You can comment on one of our videos there. You can always email us too, Fantasy Football Profit at gmail.com and get questions in there as well. All right, let's jump into this thing, Jeff. We'll start, we'll start us off with some start sit to get this thing going, which is always, yeah, hopefully we're right. First one. Kasprowski, it's a flex spot. He needs to pick one for week eight. He has four options. They are Antonio Gibson, Jalen Waddell, Marvin Jones, T. Higgins. So let's look at some matchups here. Antonio Gibson's playing at Denver. So, okay. that's uh, We'll see how that goes. Waddell's playing at Buffalo. Um, don't love that. Let's see. Marvin Jones is playing at Seattle. And then T. Higgins is playing at the Jets. T. Higgins had 15 targets last week. Led the NFL in targets. Didn't, Didn't do a whole lot yeah, with that. Yeah, but it was, it was targets for there. So normally before, I would have like, this would have been an easy Antonio Gibson lean for me. But he's been hurt. He is playing hurt right now. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better. I'm not terribly confident in Antonio Gibson right now. I don't know if I just want to throw him in there. But the problem is, don't know what else I'd want to do here. I can I can tell they're bad. I'm not. It's not going to be Marvin Jones. No. Um, and it's probably not Waddle, though. No. At I, Buffalo, right? So it's Higgins and Gibson. Yeah, Higgins and Gibson. And I guess it all comes down to whether or not you think Gibson is healthy enough. Um, I don't, and especially with T. Higgins going against the Jets, it does feel like a good game for him to get back on track because they have been trying to use him. He hasn't been... Um, as relevant in the red zone. It feels like, you know, Chase is just taking all of that. But I think this might be a really good opportunity for him. So I kind of like T. Higgins at the moment. Yeah, it's... It's a tough one, though, because Antonio Gibson... No, yeah, I think I would lean T. Higgins. I don't like the way Gibson is going. And, and uh, if he's not going to get a touch... Uh, who has a better option? I think T. Higgins has a little bit better of an uh, opportunity to score a touchdown against a really, really bad Jets team at the moment. You know, I think I'm going to go with that, too. I think I'm, I think it's T. Higgins for me. I don't... Gibson doesn't seem healthy, and it's just not... Yeah, not... I don't like it. I don't like it. Something about it just has me thrown off and just not a fan. So I think... Yeah, I think we're going to go T. Higgins there. All right. Next up, it's Breddy Spaghetti. He has a he has a all right, making us think here. He has five wide receivers here to choose from. He wants uh, wants us to rank them because <laughs> he has okay. Devontae Adams, who looks like he will probably be out with COVID. All right, here they are. It's Jarvis Landry. It's Jacoby Myers, AJ Green, Corey Davis, Jalen Waddell. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of um it's a lot of Guys who I feel like would be in a similar spot in our ranks this week. So let's get some matchups here. I'll find some matchups here. Okay. Landry's playing against Pittsburgh. Jacoby Myers is playing at the Chargers. Green is AJ Green's playing against Green Bay. 
Corey Davis. What do we got here? Um, I just said who the Jets were playing a minute ago. Now I cannot remember who they're playing anymore. Da-da-da, Corey oh, it's going to be Cincinnati. Is that what it was? Cincinnati. And then um, Waddle's playing at Buffalo. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say out of those guys, I'm okay, I'm just going to try to eliminate first. I'm not playing A.J. Green. I, I know he's been okay. He's been solid, but I still like – I can tell I like the names better. I'm not playing A.J. Green. Okay. I'm, I, I probably me, would out. have taken Waddle out first, but – I do not like that against Buffalo at all. Yeah, that that much against it, huh? I mean, you know, he might actually be my play. <laughs> really? It's Waddle. It could be, yeah. It might be, to be honest. I think I would rank them Waddle, then Waddle, Landry. I think that's from Waddle Landry. Davis Myers Green. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yep. Waddle Landry Davis Myers Green. I mean, (laughs) uh, it's a difficult one anyway. I will give you that. I guess my question would be why so high on Waddle? I don't know. I mean, he did have a. He He gets a a lot of. He seems to get catches. The yardage hasn't been big. I think Tua was okay. I, I. the problem is it's the matchup. I know what you're right. You yeah, without doubt. I mean, the only two teams. I mean, the last two games he's been pretty good, but he wants to uh, against Jacksonville and Atlanta. Neither are very good teams. Now you're about to hit Buffalo, who has been steamrolling people. Um, I just don't like any of them. I, I want model. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, he does have upside. Don't get me wrong. I mean, week six, two touchdowns, ten catches, seventy yards, but it was against Jacksonville. So don't get too excited for. What could possibly happen? Is he a big play threat? Sure, he's very, very fast. It, maybe him and two are putting everything together. Um, I, for for um, for Landry, uh, do we know if Baker Mayfield is going to play? I do not know that yet. That would change my mind a bit. I think Landry would be my guy if I knew Baker was going to play. Yep. He, he didn't practice, I know, yeah. yesterday, but... Um... Yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Don't know what he's, what it's going to be yet for him. So, all right, Waddle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's kind of tough. Oh, it's very tough. I and think, he, I think he's I playing. Lean. He's playing one of these guys over Devontae Adams because of that. That sucks. Yeah, it, it really does suck. Um, man, I, I'm not that far away from where you're talking about. I mean, I guess you you have a point with Waddle. I mean, it's upside. But I still think that AJ Green would be closer to the top for me, and I'm I'm probably leaning a little closer to Landry. Okay. Um, if if Baker plays, it's, it's Landry no matter what. To me, Waddle's me. just the new Landry <laughs> with those catches. Got a lot of catches, <laughs> decent amount of catches for little yards. The old the old way from Landry. But no, yeah. I get you. All right, let's go to the next question. Bills update says: Will Chase Edmonds continue to get as many touches as he did on Sunday? So we had 15, 15 carries and one catch. You know, yeah, that, that's. I don't think that's crazy. I think you're going to get some up and down with him, right? You're going to get some of those kind of games where he's going to have 16 touches. Then you might have a game where he has six. That's the problem with him. I think more than often than not, he'll have around 10 to 15, you know, right, right around there, up to 15. I think that's not crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think he's been up and down all yeah. week, all year. I don't think a lot is going to change. So no. you you play him, you hold your breath. I don't. If you have other people to play, I probably lean that way. But I don't think Edmonds is a bad play. 
but you're you know you're going up and down it's just what it's going to be and he's not a touchdown threat at the moment so it has to be yard so if you yardage so if you don't get 10 plus carries you're probably not going to have a great day so that's kind of where you stand that i don't think that's going to change all right dr g (laughs) dr got the air which i know he's not a doctor but he is a doctor to me (laughs) starts it pick two to flex here we go julio jones Chuba Hubbard, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson, Javante Williams. You get two of these out of those five players. All right, matchups. Julio's playing at the Colts. Allen Robinson sucks. Yeah, um, you're not gonna play <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going to play <laughs> I don't know. He's played San Francisco. I mean, yeah, eliminate. Yeah, Sorry. He's, he's not eliminate. In. Eliminated. I erased him from the list. Yeah. I'm just not playing him. Um, I mean, right? There's just no way. No, you the, can't. It has nothing, uh, very little to do with him. But how the mighty have fallen. Uh, it's Antonio Gibson. We said's playing at Denver. Um, let's see here. Chuba Hubbard is playing at Atlanta, and Javante Williams is playing against a team that I do not know <laughs> of. Williams. Right there, they're playing against Washington. Okay. All right. So two to flex: Ooh. Julio Gibson, Chuba, Javante. Ooh, you know I'm probably not playing Julio. Be honest, two catches last week doesn't seem like I just haven't seen it yet from him. Yeah. I, I I don't I think there's enough solid options here that I don't want to play Julio yet. I just not yet. I mean, I'm hoping it's going to come back, but it just was two catches last week. It's Gibson, Chuba, Javante. I'm probably just going Gibson and Chuba. Javante, as much as I want it to happen, I still think it can. I still think it will. Melvin Gordon's not going away yet. That's that's my worry with that. Yeah. I think I go. I think I go Gibson and Chuba Hubbard. I, I like that one. I, I yeah. think Chuba. I. It so, would it would be close between Gibson and Javante. It, it really yeah, is. How I mean, is he looking? So Javante, it's, they're playing against each other, um, obviously. And Javante though gets to go against the Washington's the worst defense there. Yeah, the much worse defense. So it's it's very tempting for me. It'd be it very is. tempting. That one's close, but I like I like the way you put it. Yeah. I, I think that's the way I would go to. All right, Judd says, would you trade Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Hurts, and Marvin Jones for Nick Chubb, Ryan Tannehill, Keenan Allen? Well, say, say the first part again. These are always so long. So, McCa- McCaffrey. <laughs> yep, McCaffrey. Hurts. Hurts. Marvin Jones. Okay. For Chubb, Tannehill, Keenan Allen. Um, That's interesting. I would. You'd make that deal? Is because it... I, is it... Okay, Keenan Allen over Marvin Jones well, probably helps. I mean, that one definitely... That one helps You got two lot. guys, two running backs that are hurt. But one that you think Chubb should be back. Chubb will be back. Well, he's Mc- probably back this week. Yeah, this week. McCaffrey, we still might be a few weeks out. Don't know. Yeah. Then it's Hurts, Tannehill. Hurts has been really good in fantasy. Well, here's the thing. I, he's, yeah, he's he has more, been really good, and I, I've been a very, a very big proponent of him. And Tannehill has definitely taken on the chin, but we saw what he was able to do with A.J. Brown back. You get A.J. back, you get Julio back. You wanna, mm-hmm. You're going to still run Henry a lot, but you're trying to save him a little bit because you need him in the playoffs. So yeah. they're going to ask more of Tannehill. It's what happened last year too. I don't, and I think Hertz will run into some some issues eventually, just because of the style of play he's doing. He he, some game he won't be able to rush it in, and he hasn't been able to throw. So I do worry about him long term in the second half of this year, uh, when especially when it matters. Um, it really, I guess, it all comes down to is when McCaffrey comes back, how many games like. Mm-hmm. 
it, like are are you in are you 500 right now do you have to keep winning that's i think that's the key I, to this i would i would take that yeah. i would take that if you're not if you're undefeated or you only have one or two losses you're good anyway I'd probably maybe i'll lean McCaffrey. towards McCaffrey. i think i'm with you there if you need if you need to win to keep it going i think you make the deal i think you will get chubb i think you in keenan allen's an upgrade too yeah so I think you go. It it depends on position. Yep. Yeah, McCaffrey is the only one that I worry. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. I hate to pass up on him, but th- I mean, man, they suck again, <laughs> and yeah. he's been yeah. hurt. We're yeah. seeing this happen with him last year. We we're seeing it happen with Barkley this year. That makes me very hesitant. And we know Chubb will keep pounding it out, and he'll get you some really good yardage. Yep. All right. Serge says, should I trade away Kirk Cousins and Delvin Cook? Maybe. <laughs> that's that's it. That's yeah, it. Maybe if that, you know, depends on what you get for him. First of all, I don't care about Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm okay with trading anybody. Yeah, yeah and, and Delvin, I'm, I'm Kirk yeah. Cousins. I don't think I don't think Cousins is bringing you much. No, and, and once again, do you? Uh, what is Delvin going? Delvin could still get you a a lot. Yeah, but the question on, is, what do you need? How many? Like, well, it depends on what people really think of Delvin in your league. Maybe there's somebody that loves Delvin and has Nick Chubb. I'd I'd, I'd trade him for Nick Chubb and a piece, another piece. Like if that if that's a deal you can make. Maybe it's time to do it. Nick Chubb coming off injury. I'd do that if you get Nick Chubb plus another good player. Yeah. Something like that. Just shop around. I have no problem. I mean, no one's a no one's a well, see, that's a hard one too, because you're like, is I guess this would be the time to sell Delvin Cook if you think he's yeah. gonna be bad. But I don't think he's gonna be bad. Yeah. We just, just I mean, we just saw like the first two games, he had twenty uh twenty carries and twenty two. And he turned that into, and I'm just talking standard, but it'll just be easier, 14 points, about 14 points each in the first two games. Then he was hurt. Then he came back, nine for 34. He only had four and a half points. You're kind of like worried, right? Because he misses the game against Detroit. Then he comes back against Carolina and looks like old Delvin. 29 carries, 140 yards and a touchdown. He has 20 points standard. And then you hit the bye so he can rest up. Now you're about to go on a tear, hopefully. If this guy stays healthy, he's a top. I mean, really, he's a he's a top three back. Him, yeah. Henry, and McCaffrey went healthy. Yep. So, um, yes, this would be the time if you don't believe he's going to stay healthy if you need more pieces. But I actually think Delvin is – I mean, I think he's an, an incredibly valuable piece. So do not – you know, because you haven't been able to use him, this is not the time to sell low on him. No. I, if anything, if you get a ton for him, sure, go for it because maybe you need it because Delvin's been hurt. That is totally yep. fine. But Delvin – if he goes on a run, you would much rather have Delvin than uh, most of the things you're going to be able to get for him. All right. Champagne Shane says, which basically, which player can I trade for a running back? Because currently he has McCaffrey on IR. He has Mike Useless Davis and <laughs> Devin Singletary. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're hurting. You weren't listening to us before the preseason, <laughs> yeah. were you? You wouldn't have Mike Davis on your team. And you wouldn't have Singleton <laughs> <laughs> because he burned us so bad the year before. So these are the receivers he has. Which one, basically, which which one would you trade? What would you trade to do out of this? Right, right. Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, Marquise Brown, Antonio Brown, Christian Kirk. I mean, honestly, there's a problem. There's only two there that are going to be maybe – it's hard. You're, it's gonna be hard to get a, a running back for for one of those guys. For the most right part. now, his best receiver is probably Marquise Brown out of what he has what, yeah. on the year. I mean, Marquise Brown and Antonio Brown feel like the, the best only two. two. I mean, I would try if you could get something for Sutton. I would actually do it with Jerry Judy coming back. Yeah, I, I would mean, actually I, try to move Sutton right now. Yeah, for a Sutton back. is not bad. I, I'm. I don't know what you can get though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of player that is, but that's. I mean, Sutton and Claypool, I'd be perfectly fine with trying to trade for a running to trade them. 
Oh yeah, or I mean Christian Kirk too. If someone yeah. likes oh yeah, him. Christian Kirk. I don't think he, anybody wants him. So yeah, you, not pair, like for, pair yeah. one any one of those guys yeah. with Christian Kirk or Claypool, and yeah. it's two for one, and just try to get. To hopefully it. they take it because you desperately need it. All right, Doctor G, he's back. He says need some help with a quarterback. It's a two QB league. Need to replace Justin Fields. He's just not cutting it, and there's no improvement in sight with Nagy calling the shots. I agree. Yeah. He says since it's a two QB league, most are rostered. So my options are basically all the quarterbacks owned in twenty percent of leagues or less. All right, you're making right. us you're making us look this up here. Yeah, let's pull up some rankings or pull up some ownership percentages. This is gonna be this is gonna be ugly. I don't think you're gonna have much choice. You might even have to just keep um, Fields. Honestly, that's well. You probably have to okay. keep Fields on your team. I know you're trying to hopefully pick somebody else to play instead of yeah. Fields. If. You don't don't release Fields though. I'll say that right off the bat. Don't release Fields. Yeah, and I I don't know how many. How many you know spots you have left as well? That might come into play. But number one, um, I, it's a two QB league. Deshaun Watson's probably not out there. Even I was going to say QB. if if he is out there because you haven't been able, no one's been able to use him. Yeah. Pick him up because of the news around him. So the other guys that are under twenty percent are Roethlisberger, Mac Jones, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Zach Wilson is hurt, Geno Smith. So it's it's Davis Mills. So it's essentially Roethlisberger, Jones, Goff, Garoppolo. Honestly, I'd be okay with playing any one of those four currently over Justin Fields. The way from what I've seen, I have not. It's been terrible. Out of those, Roethlisberger, Jones, Goff, Garoppolo. Who do you feel best? Would it be Roethlisberger just because he has the weapons and you know he hasn't been great, but it's still Roethlisberger? Or honestly, I almost feel safer with Mac Jones. Yeah, I I don't mind Mac Jones in that situation. Um, we know he's not going to get you big numbers, but it feels. Yeah, I want to say it feels like he's going in the right direction, but it's hard to say that. Uh, I just my problem with Roethlisberger is he's had the weapons all year, he's, and he, he's he hasn't been good. able to get it together. And yeah, he he's coming off a bye, and but you're about to hit, and maybe you hit Cleveland, which is not a you know, Chicago, whatever Chicago, Chicago Detroit. Detroit, yeah, and yeah, mm. um. Well, okay, Garoppolo. Just off the top, would you rather have any of these four overfields currently? I mean, to start, I think I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't like what Justin Fields brings at all. I, I think that you're right. I think Roethlisberger and Mac Jones for sure. Um, I would play over him immediately. Yep. Yeah. And Gar- Garoppolo, actually, I'm not as sold on Garoppolo. Um, Goff, I might. I might play him too just because I might just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, in a weird way, I almost wonder if – um, like I don't know when Taysom Hill is supposed to come back in, right? But when he does, he would be. And this is when it comes to how many bench spots do you actually have. Because yeah. I would love to throw him on there and wait it out and find out. You know, do they put him back in and use him right away? Because I mean, in Week Four against the New York Giants, they actually had him passing a little bit. They had him rushing. He was going for touchdowns. He's like a sneaky play. Um. And you, you don't know what's going on with Jameis, really. Like, he's just doing okay. So that might turn into something. I just have a hard time with any of these other guys. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I guess I would go Mac Jones, number one. I would go for him. And then I would I would grab Roethlisberger if it isn't for that. And, once again, if Deshaun Watson is out there, obviously pick him up, throw him on the bench. Um, the other one, too, I know 20%. I'm guessing Carson Wentz is kept, but he's around 21%. Pretty much any of those guys. I mean, Heineke and, and Winston obviously would play those guys over Justin Fields as well. All right. 
Mike H says, what impact, what impact will Jerry Judy make on his return? Is the offense just too bad? Should we wait and see before we play him? It said Washington is a good matchup. So yeah, there is potential that Jerry Judy plays this week. And the matchup is good. It's very tempting. I don't think I could do it this week if he plays. I would have a really hard time inserting him into the lineup without after you know not seeing him yet. It'd be tempting though. I mean, if, if he's playing and you don't have better options, it, I would just do it. I mean, I love Jerry Judy though for the rest of the year. I, I the offense isn't great right now, but I think Jerry Judy can make an impact. Truly, I'm I've been holding out holding out hope for him in one of our leagues, waiting for him to come back. I I was big on Jerry Judy this year, and I think. I mean, we in preseason he looked good. In that first game, he looked good before he got hurt. I'm I'm still really sold on him. I just don't think I could play him this week. Yeah, I I'm <laughs> I guess if I was in if I was backed into a corner, I could make a reason why I could start him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't look that way. Especially coming off an ankle injury. You don't I don't know how many snaps he's gonna play. I don't know. It feels like that's something that you could tweak again. You do have Sutton, you have other guys you can go to. Um, but it is a very good matchup, which is one of those where you're like, well, you know, one big play. But, yeah, I'd probably go somewhere else if you can. All right. Cody says, are you confident in Jalen Hurts as a quarterback one for the remainder of the year or concerned about him? Well, okay. If he remains the quarterback, I'm confident in his ability to get fantasy points. You know, I'm pretty confident in what he's been able to do, get fantasy points. There's these rumblings about Minshew over there in, in Philadelphia just because it's it's Jalen Hurts is just this weird case of really good at fantasy, but not a great NFL quarterback, and he's not helping his team. In reality, he's just not. And we all get blinded by it. I tell like fantasy people that are you know big into fantasy football. I feel like we it, you get blinded by numbers and stats and fantasy points. You don't realize sometimes the guy's not playing very well. But there's all these rumblings. I don't think it's going to come to that. I just don't see the scenario where he gets benched. But I don't think it's a it's not a zero percent chance. So because of that, it's just a slight worry. But as long as he's the guy he, he plays, he's going to be good as a quarterback. But as a as a QB one, I might have a backup option just kind of sitting around though. I might think about that and plan for it and just have a guy on your bench if you if you don't yet. But that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I. I do have my my doubts about Hurts, but the thing I do like is you look at the rest of the schedule, and that makes me think that he'll probably hold on because you play Detroit next week, and then you have a couple of games that are probably not your favorite, right? You, you go against the Chargers, Denver, New Orleans, and then you hit just an amazing finish of the year, which is the Giants, the Jets, you have a bye, then you have Washington, the Giants, and Washington again. So if he if he's still the quarterback, he will put up points um, because yeah. of that schedule. I, I am worried that for nine, ten, and eleven, those teams will will figure out a way to stop him. But he's only you know, San Fran held him to no throwing touchdowns, only 190 yards, and he was still able to pull over 20 points out. So, I mean, am I worried about him as a quarterback? I am, but I don't think it's time to panic and, and hit the button unless you're getting other things in the deal. All right. Gary says, is Washington defense the biggest bust of all time? So they were preseason ranked. Um, I just pulled it up. I was curious. Um, Fantasy Pros had them number three defense in the league. They are really bad. They <laughs> so, are. I was going to say biggest bust of all time, but actually at yeah, defense, they're probably pretty close. I mean, I'm telling you, there's probably not a lot of that have that kind of turnaround, right? Where they're ranked top three 
before a season. And then let's see here. Where are they right now? They are, um, I mean, they're 25th on the year right now. Yeah. That's pretty bad. bad. That, and they were ranked third going into this year. Yeah, that's a, it's maybe not the worst, but it's, yeah, it's, it was bad. It's up there. Yep. All right. Let's end this thing. Final, final, final questions. Brother Coffee Bean is going to end us off here. He says, with the Deshaun Watson trade possibly linking him to the Panthers, what could that mean for Darnold? So that is one of the possible destinations. There's been Miami, obviously, I think it's the main. Panthers were one. Eagles were one. Um, I think in general, just the Panthers know that Darnold isn't the guy. They, they He blinded some people the first couple of weeks, and now it's like, all right, this is Sam Darnold. This is what he is. We gave him a shot. It's not working. I don't. I think. I think Watson ends up in Miami. Is where I think is going to possibly happen here. But I guess the Panthers aren't out of the question. If you were to end up in the, in Carolina, um, to the bench you go, Sam. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. honestly, as soon as as soon as Carolina gives up on Sam Darnold, I think he is going the way of being a backup for the rest of his career. I think this is it. This was his, his opportunity, and he, he started well. And yeah, was... he almost got it going, but. It, you know, this is the way the NFL goes. If you don't yep. succeed quick enough, you don't get a whole lot of chances after that. And and we we've seen a lot of good quarterbacks go to the go to the bench. Yeah, that, I mean, sometimes very unfair to them. Sam Darnold did. You know, he wasn't always in the best situations. I, I feel I feel for him, but at the same time, he's had plenty of opportunities more than I can say for a lot of these guys. That I mean, even Tyrod, right? That mm-hmm. keeps getting injured and right. and you know things of that nature. So. Yeah, I mean, he would go, he'd go into irrelevancy really, really quickly. The the interesting one is if he actually did go to Miami. I'm talking about uh, Watson, obviously. What happens in that situation? Because they, you know, oh, if he goes to Miami, Tua, to they probably trade Tua. I would, I would think Tua has to be part of the deal. If it's, if it's to, I don't know if it's to Houston, but it's, it's like the. I, the I last, think it would be. I think well, that last would week's be the rumor was maybe. a last week's rumor was a three way deal with. Um, Watson to Miami, but Tua to Washington was the rumor last week. Mm. So that actually makes sense, though. Too, it actually makes sense for Washington to try to get a young guy. Houston, just, if Houston doesn't want him, they're really just all they're just like full rebuild. They don't believe in Tua, though. Yeah, yeah. Which could be, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see I mean, whoever I, trade 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 knows? deadlines a Tua, week from today. Tua is a, a really young yeah. guy. It's too early to tell with him. You know, but it is a very. It's crazy to think we're he's into week seven of his second year. And we're already hearing, you know, this yeah, kind of stuff when we had tank for Tua going on two years ago. Yeah. It's crazy how this changes. I mean, it just shows you. It, it really does. You you have to come yeah. into a good situation. And, and man, if you can sit yeah. behind a quarterback for a year. But he's two or three, four touchdowns last week, too. Yeah, he right. looked really good. And and that's probably what Miami's thinking at the moment. Yeah. Like, sell high, sell high. Like, right. let's make this. Because obviously you would rather have Watson. But All right, Brother Coffee Bean has a few more for us. He says, I have Antonio Gibson. Should I keep him or trade him? I don't think you can get anything for him right now. Not not what he could potentially be worth. He's just his value's dropped quite a bit. And I don't know. I mean, if I guess if you can still get decent value for him, I would try to trade him. I don't know. It feels like it's gonna be a lingering injury. It's a shin. Some kind of shin injury or something. That's tough. It's gonna linger. I don't know. I don't know what you can get for Gibson right now. I don't feel anybody's clamoring to go get an Antonio Gibson. I mean, I, I I kind of disagree only because I think you see that name he is going to be playing see, and, that's, I and guess, he's a running back. True. If you don't if you don't need a running back in return, I think you can get a lot for him. 
Yeah, and it's. I mean, uh, but this is this is if you try to trade with Craig, he would be yeah. like, "I don't like the odds of him." Well, and it's a it's a shin fracture is what it is. I think a lot of people it's, still do it, being like, "I have to take a chance and get a running back." I yeah, there's people that might go for it. It's yeah, still, yeah. What would you? I mean, I guess that's the the question. If someone offered you a number two wide receiver, like if they, you know, I mean, um, I'm trying to think if they offered you like an Antonio Brown, if they offered you a I don't know, mm. fill in the blank. I'm trying to think of like well, a I guess wide it, receiver too that's maybe not a big name. I guess it depends on what your other running backs are. And here here he has Latavius Murray and Jamal Williams um, and Edwards Hilaire. I don't know the rest, but I don't think he can. I don't think he has the people to trade him. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yep, yeah, I don't you, think would, you would need a running back. What What is the lowest running back you would trade for Antonio Gibson? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me see here. Would you trade him for Damian Harris with how Damian Harris is playing right now? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, why not? I mean, if there's no keepers or anything involved. I feel like Damian Harris is, you feel more comfortable because he's at least, health, he's at least sort of healthy, yeah. right? Um, if, if, if David Montgomery wasn't coming back, I'd like Khalil Herbert, but yeah. David Montgomery's going to come and throw a wrench into that. I would probably, honestly, I'm, would you want Elijah Mitchell after one, saw, saw one good week? I, well, I, I it's too really, far, right? It's a little too far. I, down. I don't know if it is. I, I mean, here's the thing: it's like Antonio Gibson. There, he's playing through it right now. But is it if it really is a shin fracture? Yeah, it's, that's and rough. that team's not playing well. I, I hate to always be this guy that it's like, well, eventually they'll pull him. I mean, can you really play through a shin fracture? That's gonna be incredibly painful. He hasn't been that productive right now. Elijah Mitchell is. I mean, you are buying a. This is a little bit more of a lottery ticket, but right now he played really, really well. Who else are they? I mean, they're waiting for other guys to get healthy, but he looked good and they will play him. He's obviously over Trey Sermon right now. The only guy that can really take it back from him would be Mostert, but the guy can't stay healthy. I actually think so, Mitchell might be a good player. And interesting today, um, Washington worked out two running backs today. Carry on Johnson and Deontay Foreman both were in town today. All right. Maybe I've there's seen, some, there's some, there's some, uh, little bit of smoke there. I kind of like, I kind of do like Damian Harris would be a good one. Yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell, I'm on board with. I, I think he's worth the risk. I and just think I just think that's good. That Antonio Gibson thing might linger. I might try to. Yeah, you might try to deal him before it like actually becomes okay. Got to shut him down for a bit. I almost wonder too. Is like the guy holding on to Montgomery. Like anyone on IR at this yeah. moment. Like try to try to grab one of those. Yeah. And like pair Antonio Gibson with and with one other wide receiver you don't need or something or a tight end you don't need quarterback you don't need and see if you can go after one of those guys. That'd probably be my first, and then yeah. I would probably probably I would start taking anything. I would I would I would pay attention a lot to what they're doing because that is not a good sign. No, it's not when they're working out guys that probably shouldn't be on a roster. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Um, he also has a start sit before us here. Pick one receiver: Julio Jones, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool. So we talked about Judy's playing against um, Washington. Julio's playing at the Colts. Claypool's playing at Cleveland. Man, I really want to play Judy out of that. I do too. Um, it's To me, it's probably not Julio. It's honestly between Judy and Claypool. Um, what is Judy's Claypool, gone. What has Claypool been putting up numbers? I mean, he, had, he had a good game. Uh, was it his last game he did? Yeah, I want to see. No one has been doing I feel like he had a good great. game. They had a bye last week, right? I believe. And I think it was right before that he actually played pretty well in the game where Juju. Was it the game where Juju got hurt? Um yeah, I got the numbers here. Let me pull this up. He did have um no, it was the last game he was not good. He was two for seventeen in the last game. Yeah, seven targets. Fine. But he was five for one thirty the game before, nine for ninety six the game before, three for seventy. He's been okay. 
Yeah, he has been okay. I feel like he might be the safer option out of him and who or those three, but I really want to try Jerry Judy. I just do. I think I think I go safe and go play Claypool though. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep, I think I play Claypool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> we want to be right on, and we want Jerry Judy to be so good so badly. But yeah, I think Claypool you go with. Then he says, uh, final one is what are the what is the status for Devonte Adams' chances of starting on Thursday? None. Yeah, I think he, he's it's COVID. He's not. Um, yeah, there's no way. No. So, and we do have uh, one more from uh, from YouTube uh, Gamer Seven Two Three Four. He has to stream a QB next week. Uh, which out of Wentz and Matt Ryan, which one do you like more? Wentz and Matt Ryan. I actually like what Wentz has done a little bit in a way. Um, what are, what are our matchups here? Let me pull this up. Wentz is playing against Tennessee, and then um, Matt Ryan's playing against Carolina. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> matchups don't seem to help me a lot there. Um, Tennessee's. You think Tennessee? You think they've been good, but against the defense, I, they're actually. I don't think they're that great. Yeah, they're kind of quarterbacks. Well, besides for last game, but yeah, they're usually not that great. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, man, this is actually this is such a toss up. Yeah, to me. hold it. Who are they playing again? Wentz is playing. Wentz is playing against Tennessee, and Matt Ryan's playing against Carolina. This is like a true toss up for yeah, me. Yeah, I actually go Matt Ryan on here. Yep. Uh, that's Matt Ryan's probably, been playing pretty yeah, decent. I'm, I'm ball. thinking that's probably the way to go here, but I'm not so I'm not so sure. I man, I want to say Wentz. Something about is make is pulling me to Wentz. I mean, he is starting to play better football, but Tennessee is a worse matchup. Matt Ryan has actually been playing okay. Kyle yeah. Pitts is really yeah, coming along. Okay, you're right. Let's go, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I think you're right. I, Wentz, I, I'm interested in Wentz. I, I I don't disagree. And I'm interested. I think um I can kind of see Michael Pittman starting to like come on a little bit. There's a little yep. not not like huge volume yet, but you see some of the catches he's been making. And well, some he was like huge in that last game. Yeah. And you that's the kind of game where all of a sudden you get that huge jolt yeah. of kind of like more like forward momentum. Cause I mean he pretty much won the game for him. Yeah, and he's you can see when you see that you're like, oh wow, this guy could be something. And, and they're going to him. That last play, I mean it was pretty much you know it was a 50-50 ball. Like they throw it up and to the big wide receiver. They yep. trust him, obviously. Wentz is getting a rapport. I agree with you. I think Wentz is starting to look a lot better to me, and Pittman is really starting to break out. And he's looking. He, he was up and down a little bit, but now I'm I'm really starting to get on the bandwagon after what I saw last week. Yeah, I mean, and he also had a 57 yard catch in that same game, um, as well as that that touchdown. So I'm Pittman's one to watch. Um, it's not all there yet, but it's definitely interesting. I think he's uh, he's already 22nd on the year, which is already an improvement. But, yeah, I like I like Pittman. But, all right, there we go. There's the mailbag for today. We'll be back with another episode for you guys tomorrow. Talk to you then.